coming up on today's podcast. We need to be careful in reading things that falsely blame the Jews for killing Jesus, that falsely claim that we have replaced Israel. Charisma Podcast Network presents Pastor Larry Huck as he reveals God's prophetic plan for Israel, the Jews and Christians, and shares the historic, biblical, and spiritual reasons for standing with Israel. Now, here's Larry Huck. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 27. Scholars are saying maybe we need to relook at some of the teachings that w- were changed a little bit as the Bible started getting written. Read with me in Matthew chapter 27, verse 15. Now at the feast, this is Passover, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And they had a notorious prisoner called Bar-Abbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Who do you want me to release to you, Bar-Abbas or Jesus, who is called the Christ? For he knew that because of envy, they had delivered him, Jesus, to them. And while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, I have nothing to do with that just man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded in the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said to them, which of the, which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called the Christ? And they said, Let him be crucified. Then the governor said, Why, what evil has he done? And they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, But rather that a tumult was rising, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this, just of the blood of this just person. You see, you see to it. And all the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on our children. And then he released Bar Abbas to them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. You can look this up. The very earliest text that they can find of written about the arrest of Jesus is that the earliest text did not say Barabbas, but actually said his first name also, the son of the father. And so so scholars are looking at this and saying, why in telling this story did they remove Barabbas' first name, which was Jesus? Because all the early texts say his name was Jesus. 
The question comes up is, during the council of Nicaea, did they twist the story a little bit? Think about anti-Semitism on blaming the Jews for killing Jesus. It says, during the Passover, there was a custom that they would release one who was guilty and the government would give them whoever they called for. Writing on this, the scholar Richard Harsley from Oxford Seminary, concerning releasing a guilty person, there is no evidence outside of this story in the New Testament that such a custom ever happened by Roman governors. We have no outside corroboration that any such custom was practiced by Pilate or by any other Roman perfect governing Judea. Now, these are scholars that are saying this story of release to us Jesus, the Son of the Father, this story that appears after the Council of Nicaea, there is no historical place that this was a custom. There's nowhere, there's no records, there's nothing that shows that a governor would release a person during Passover. The other question that comes up is, is that if you read in the other Gospels the story of uh, Yeshua bar Abbas, Yeshua the son of the father, is it says that he was a rebel and in being a rebel had killed Roman soldiers. Now, Pilate was a bloodthirsty tyrant. He crucified, he butchered tens and tens of thousands of people. And yet all of a sudden, we see him being compassionate and saying, who do you want me to release to you? This guy crucified tens of thousands of people in a short period. He was so cruel and so evil that Rome dismissed him, brought him back to Rome in shame, and he committed suicide. This was an evil person. And all of a sudden, he's having compassion, and the person he's having compassion on is the very thing that Rome is the most afraid of, is rebellion. That's why Rome changed the name of Judea and Samaria, Israel. Rome was the one who said, never again call this land Judea, Samaria, never call it Israel. From now on, call it Palestine, the enemies of the Jewish people, because we could never get them to stop rebelling. And so the greatest thing that Rome feared was rebellion, and he's going to release a guy who was the leader of the rebellion who had killed Roman soldiers. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying maybe we ought to think. When Jesus came riding in three days early, the crowd began to shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, our salvation has come. Then the Bible says they arrested Jesus at night, lest there be a riot. Pilate says he's talking to him. He can see it's stirring people up. And so could it be, I'm not saying it is, but could it be 
When Pilate said, what do you want me to do with this man? They cried out, give us Jesus, the son of the father, because they recognized him not as a rebel, but as the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And it was changed a little bit in translation. Isn't that amazing? Now, that's why I said, I, I, do I want to, I'm not saying this, this happened. I'm just saying that the church has done so many things to paint the Jewish people as bad people. Jesus comes riding in on a donkey. The multitude see Jesus and they cry out our salvation. The Bible says they're waiting for a lamb. They saw the lamb and they claim he was their lamb. How did that crowd change in three days? When the Bible said Pilate could find nothing wrong with him, and all of a sudden the crowd went from shouting, our salvation, to give us this thief and crucify Jesus. But what I am saying without a shadow of a doubt, did they, when when Pilate said, what do you want to do with this, this man? Did they look at Jesus? Why did the church remove the name Jesus? Why has nobody taught us that Bar Abbas means the son of the father? Why hasn't that been taught? Could it be the same multitudes that saw Jesus as the Lamb of God cry out, Give us Jesus, the Son of the Father. Let him go. Could it be that they shout out, Let Jesus go, and it was turned a little bit to say, Let this thief go. And crucify Jesus. Now, the last part that I want to show you is, and I, we, I think we've talked about this before, is, and this is where the church has said, God's done with the Jewish people. We're the new Israel. Because a handful, first off, they arrested him at what time of day? At night, which is illegal. You, you are forbidden by Jewish law to ever arrest someone without the whole world being able to witness it. And they said they arrested him at night lest there be what? A riot. A riot of what? Eleven guys? I'm from South St. Louis. That's not a riot. It's a bar fight. Read the words. Read the words. The whole thing is, is we need to blame the Jews for falsely killing Jesus. They killed the Son of God. It was four or five corrupt guys. Caiaphas was not a true high priest. In 1992 or 93, they found the, the sarcophagus of Caiaphas. His skull was in there. They put a coin in his jaw, which was a pagan symbol that when he died, he would take that coin and pay the boatman to cross the river Styx. History says that Rome interviewed four or five different guys to be the high priest. And they finally found Caiaphas that was so corrupt and so corruptible, they appointed him to be high priest. He was not a true follower of God. He was not a follower of the Bible. He was not a follower of the Torah. He was a liar and he was a pagan and he was as corrupt as they come. When they brought Jesus in front of Pilate and he washes his hands, that's not a Roman thing. That's a Jewish thing. I did it before I came out to teach that no corruption would 
would, would clog the filter of my spirit. Could it be that the multitudes found out about this and they begin to cry out to Caiaphas, release to us Yeshua bar Abbas, release to us Jesus, the son of the father. Don't go say, Pastor Larry said the Bible is not true. The Bible is true, but we do need to study. In Hebrew, there are no vowels. So you can have one word and you can add certain vowels to it to try to determine what that word means and get five different stories. The main thing that I'm pointing out to you is we need to be careful in reading things that falsely blame the Jews for killing Jesus, that falsely claim that we have replaced Israel. We need to understand God means what he says and he says what it means. When we bless Israel, God will bless us. If we curse Israel, and one of the greatest curses that I believe is blocking the full blessing of God on the church world is the false teaching of blaming all the Jews. There is no doctrine in any of the Torah, the Talmud, any Jewish wisdom that says a priest or a Jewish leader can say, well, let his blood be on our hands and on our children, and that then it releases to every Jew for the rest of eternity. There is no doctrine that says that. And so the church has done unbelievable, despicable things to the Jewish people because of that false teaching. Well, let the blood be on our children and our children's children. No, we are redeemed from every curse. I don't care what they've done. We're redeemed from the curse. Can I have an amen? I believe, say this out loud, Pastor Larry believes the Bible to be... The word, of God. the word of God, but study, but study. and approve yourself worthy. Yourself. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast on Standing with Israel with Pastor Larry Huck. Learn more about Larry Huck Ministries, the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith, and how to give a gift today to support and bless the Jewish people at lhmpodcast.org. That's lhmpodcast.org. Or call 1-800-204-6545. That's 1-800-204-6545. Your prayers and generous support are making a difference and helping us to repair a broken world. Join us next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.